captain of Ingog. Akiva's faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and Zooey. Honestly, what's like very sad is I have no Super Bowl plans. After we talked about, maybe this is where I'll start the podcast, uh, 40 minutes in. So just I'll plan to start the podcast here. What's crazy is like last week or two weeks ago, you asked me about the Super Bowl or something. And I was like, I don't think I know anyone who doesn't watch the Super Bowl. I jinxed myself because now I have no Super Bowl plans. I was like, I normally go to my brother's, but he doesn't have a place to host. And then Missy's out of town, and then two of my other friends have their daughter's birthday, so I'm stopping by that in the morning, but then their family's in town, so they can't host. So it's like, I I gave a, as my grandfather would call, I put a canary on myself that now I'm just going to go to the bar with one person and <laughs> watch the game, but at least there's that. Yeah, that's... Um, but I, I will not not watch. Even if I were alone, I would watch. So at least there's that. It's funny. We have um, we have what I would call like mandatory fun. Like I call all like sort of work events like <laughs> mandatory fun. So we watch the Super Bowl. Um, it, it's at one. Th- I mean, Super Bowl is a huge work day for us. We I have to work in, until the Super Bowl, which is at one thirty. Like we're publishing stuff. We're making money left and right. Like it's our biggest day of the year. So one of the, I was going out to lunch with a couple of guys, and one of them said, like, do you ever think about, like, how weird it is for, the like, half the offense, or maybe a, at least a quarter, if not a half of the offense, like, actually likes football now. Like, we have a very serious fantasy league, and people have gotten to the NFL because it's, like, the main thing we do. But there's a lot of people, including my boss and a couple of guys on my team who, like, have, don't watch sports, hate sports, have no interest in sports. Israeli sports, let al- you know, soccer and basketball, let alone, like, the NFL, which is a foreign concept. And they have to, like, tell their wives or girlfriends or parents or whatever, like, I'm going to, you know, or or husbands, like, I got to stay up the whole night to watch the Super Bowl as, like, a work activity. And then we have off on Monday. But I don't even, but, uh, and they don't even like sports. You're living the dream to be off on Monday because. Yeah, uh, it is really amazing. Even though I will. A lot of people in America wish we were off on Monday. Yes, we're, like, the only, one of the only offices in the world that actually gets off on Monday. It is pretty funny. Well, that'll be exciting for you. It's funny. You know, I've I've really transitioned in my Jason Kelsey fandom from consuming New Heights content on TikTok, which, by the way, I deleted TikTok today. I don't oh, think nice. I can handle it. <laughs> I'm just shedding apps, which I think is good for me. Oh, what did... Did... Mention that on the podcast? No. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We were still. I didn't know we were. I didn't even know we were. I, pod- I didn't five... think we. St- <laughs> Ali, I didn't know we started the. I don't think we started this podcast yet. Akiva, five minutes ago, I said, yeah. "Okay, FYI, this is where I'm going to start." I know, start the but podcast. I didn't think really. We, I, <laughs> no, I don't think don't we're there listen. yet. We're not there yet. This was All good. Right. We're keeping this. Um, but wait, so I've now watched. I am. I've watched two podcast episodes of New Heights on YouTube in full. Which is very interesting because I'm learning m- more about the sports they talk about. Like, they they don't edit that on TikTok usually because it's like unless it was, unless it was a play that was like making TikTok rounds or the Ravens kicker kick return or whatever kicker who was like warming up and put his stuff under Tucker, like Pat yeah. Mahomes like area punter. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, what a scam no, that Tucker. a punter and a kicker is different. What? No Tucker, I said. No, I didn't say. Punter, oh Tucker, what's his position? 
Ju- he's a kicker, Justin Tucker. His name oh, is Oh, kicker. Tuck- he's like is the best a kicker, kicker different than somebody who does the kickoff versus kicking field goals? Uh, Same kicking. The, the, the kicker is the person who kicks the field goals, but they are often, not always, but often the one who does the kickoffs. The punter, in okay. theory, can do the kickoffs, but it's usually the kicker. Ali from the editing room, I just want to clarify, this was relevant to what we were talking about, being off on Super Bowl Monday, because they discussed that on New Heights. So this this was um, going in a direction that made sense, but we did not, as you're hearing, get there, uh, back to the show. That Kicker would be a scam. Position. Ironically, you'd, a scam. Think, you'd think the skill sets are similar, and in high school and even sometimes in college it's the same person, but in the NFL... Um, a lot of times, if the kicker gets hurt, it's not even the punter who would be the backup. It could be a random person. Like the punters are, you think you think it's more transferable than it is. Here's a here's an, a, a novice's opinion. Mm-hmm. Not even a novice, a, a complete an irrelevant person's opinion. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like a novice at least is doing it at a, mm-hmm. an amateur level. Like as someone with no knowledge, I would assume that it's like all squares or rectangles, not rectangles or squares. I would think that all kickers could punt, but not all punters could kick field goals. Interesting. I'm but is a punt actually harder because it's longer? Well, there is, I think, less variance with punters. Like, the, the difference between the best punter and the worst punter, uh, historically, is, like, not that huge. Um, you don't need to be accurate. You just need to have power, right? I mean, there is some accuracy. Plus, you have to do it relatively quickly. You know, well, just block doing it quick. I mean, you need to do it quicker to get the power. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, before the other guys come and block the punt. All right. Well, anyway, I've been listening to New Heights. I did learn that Tucker, I didn't know his name, was uh, inarguably the best kicker. Yeah. Period. He's maybe. a goat. Um, but so I'm really enjoying that. And, and honestly, just feeding more into that. Jason Kelsey. Now, look, Travis is in Super Bowl mode. So I can't believe he's like, <laughs> I mean, people who work do things all the time. But it's amazing to me that like. Somebody five days out from the Super Bowl is still recording live podcasts about football. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. They, like, were doing play analysis of the game against the Ravens. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, they're breaking down the plays. And he's like, oh, I noticed you, like, turned late to, like, look over your shoulder. And he's, like, asking all these questions or explaining it. Shouldn't they not be talking about this? Yeah, that is. Particularly not in advance of the game. Yeah, I'd have to hear it to really know. But I, I think, like talking about things like that it, it, during the season it's a little surprising they talk about running plays and i ran a different route but like patty still got it to me and da, da, da. like they really t- he calls him patty mahomes sometimes okay do you think he think he likes mahomes the way he talks he's he, he... oh they seem to love each other do you are you you have another conspiracy for us no i know i i have no there's no reason why they wouldn't they're uh, like the wonder twins they're the and, new gronk and brady yeah plus his wife um oh but i had a good take which no i don't think people appreciate it we just did a catching kelsey podcast uh i watched all seven episodes for uh um there's uh, only seven episodes well yeah but the first one and the last one are very are like supersized i just um, watched how was I, it well the show isn't great i, I enjoyed the podcast <laughs> um but um, I, I said my take that I think is a good take uh, is I said Kelsey is a smarter Gronk. He's Gronk, just a little bit smarter. How did um, – who did you end up getting – sh- now only when we're talking about it after the fact, we, you should have had Kelly on. Is she a big Swifty? Do you need a big – I'm not a big Swifty or a Chiefs fan. That would have been interesting. She's at Kelly. least one. I didn't, I didn't think about it, but that w- honestly it would have been a good option. Uh should have suggested it. Bad, you're a bad friend. I didn't, 
I in the first well that's a little touchy considering the first 40 minutes that won't make air that the cut, conversation cut, yeah. we had mm-hmm. <laughs> but um i had to trauma dump on a cue before we recorded um what so who who's the Swift maggie morgan said? maggie morgan ah, Swifty. Okay. big chief girly no not although she was wearing a hat that said sports which i liked but uh um, okay so you relied on your own i think you viewed probably you and rob as like the sports and you needed a, a i don't really need a lot of help with the sports stuff usually so i wanted Valid. to see someone who's like a big travis fan you Valid. know someone who listens to new Meaning heights and t swift well, both, Wait. both. I think. I, I think. Is both. she a big trap? Oh, so she listens to New Heights. Yeah, yeah. She so. listens to New Heights and 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 is a big Swifty. Oh, so then you did have this. Oh, so she's not a Chiefs fan. She's a Travis fan. Right. Yeah. No, I don't. She doesn't like sports. I don't think. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. Well, I sh- she could tell you more about the football plays that they discuss, but uh, to my untrained ear, and look, these guys know what they're doing, and they also, it's not live, so I think they could also edit it out, so it probably was fine. It just felt a little like, considering the lengths they go to to cover their mouths when they're talking about plays, no, like it's anybody it, it is. I'd up. have to hear <laughs> the exact things, but it, I think you're making a good point here. I think it's uh, it's probably accurate. All right, well, let's talk about one of my favorite episodes of New Girl good episode, while we're here. Yes. We're Speaking in a nice of producer run. Kelly... We did get a production note. We were supposed to do both episodes uh, and finally be done with season five. But Kelly uh, executed her producer authority and said she would prefer it be split. Um, So we split it. No questions asked. Season five, episode 21, Wedding Eve, originally aired May 10th, 2016. Uh, Written by uh, Nina Pedrad. I pulled that out because uh, Ali's sister, who we've talked about, yeah. On the podcast. Yeah, they're both in this episode, or both part of this episode. I was um, like, she's in it? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you, you know who is in it before who? we get to the digest? Do you know who plays Susan? And we never talked about this. Yes, I, I saw this. Uh, Damon okay. Wayans' aunt. Yes, Kim Wins, which I don't know why I didn't notice that the last time she made it. Yeah, appearance. I missed it also, but um, there you go. She was definitely on before, right? She wasn't just mentioned. think she has to have been on um but also why yeah why wouldn't we remember so i'm not sure all right hit us with the digest which now th- did we even do the digest last week i don't know i think we did the digest last week all right i'll give you kiwi's digest though um okay wedding eve so a few things are going on obviously it's the day before Schmidt and cc's wedding uh we see uh the aftermath of some sort of uh i don't know about bachelorette party but like rehearsal dinner um, uh, the aforementioned Schmidt's mom comes over with her mom's friend Susan. Uh, they stay in the house even though they're not really like around the loft most of the episode. Like it's as if they're not there, but I guess they are there. Uh, meanwhile, Winston f- scares away Allie by implying they could get married. Um, Schmidt loses his speech which was on a thumb drive or some sort of drive uh and uh jess thinks that sam is about to propose to her and coach is um, back so much going on a lot going on really yeah we episode. didn't even talk about the possibility of the return of coach i think maybe when coach left you might have said like maybe for the wedding or something he'd be back but i was uh, pleasantly surprised to see coach make a return yeah same by the way, it appears that Kim Wayne's only appeared in this episode so far. So that's why we didn't. We just heard about her. her. Okay. We just heard about her. Yes. Okay. That makes more sense. 
Um, one thing uh, not that so important in my style, not super important to call out, but the thing that is on the top of my mind, um, I think Jess's outfit for the rehearsal dinner, even though it's just Tran cooking in the loft, which I did like that they that had very Tran funny, come out yeah. just to Cheap walk cheese. out. <laughs> like, he didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, is inappropriate for the venue. I know it was light blue, but I just feel like it was too close to bridal. I'm very sensitive about that. I have no... I Like, obviously, this is not my... Uh area of expertise why is tran again (laughs) tran is an important person in nick's life but nick is not getting married here so why is tran invited to the rehearsal dinner i think nick is really we're seeing this episode that nick really stepped up in his he rose to the occasion for best man duties so like i think nick engage Tran as like sort of the cheap caterer <laughs> like that's why he's there he's like I know wow. I'll handle the food and then Tran shows up with the lasagna definitely possible that was my sense from especially when Allie is like who let Nick's like mute park friend cook for 20 now notably Gavin not there um Schmidt's dad ah Schmidt's dad oh yeah because I was I was about to say we didn't, you know, we talked at length about that last episode and it, and whether it pays off or not. And I was wrong about pretty much everything last episode, right? What did I, what, how did I say that that it was going to end with Sam? Did I say that he'd maybe go back to Diane? I don't. I don't no, think I think you did because what was interesting because I forgot. Like last week, I, you said maybe if Diane comes back because you said definitely that Sam and Nick are going to be broken up by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. You said they're not getting through the season unless they're endgame, and you'd be surprised if they're endgame. So that was right. And then I think when I asked if you if Diane if we'd see Diane again, you said like, oh maybe if he if that's why he leaves her, then you see her. And right. I said truly not remembering. Like I truly last yeah. week I shouldn't be bragging about this. I did not remember that Sam. Go, leaves just for Diane. I remembered that they break up. I remember the elevator scene because that's like iconic. Mm-hmm. But uh, icon Nick, get it? Um, nice. But the fact that I said like I don't know if Sam leaves her for her, he'll probably just say I'm gonna leave her for I'm gonna leave you for Diane, and then leave and we won't see her. So somewhere in the bank in, in my subconscious, I guess I did spoil that. Yeah, I was trying to think what does it mean that she doesn't remember, but then I forgot that you didn't remember. Well, I said, I, I, I said, well, perhaps this exact thing will happen, <laughs> and then it did. Yeah. So good, my bad. Good prediction on that. by you, even though you don't yeah. have seen it. <laughs> um, but everyone, as you beautifully laid out in the digest, kind of has like chaotic little happenings, like little urgencies coming up, right? Like there's like Jess, five, six stories here. It's a lot. Yeah, and and all of them sort of equal. Like maybe Jess is. Actually, it's Wedding Eve by, again, Pawnee Public Radio rules. There is no A story. The A story is just, is this a bottle episode? Do we leave the apartment? Uh, we see the elevator. But that let's call that the apartment. Maybe that's not a true I don't, thought, but like I don't think we leave the building. Is so a flashback? Oh, yeah, we do. No, Allie's apartment. We go to Allie's house. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but it's really just everything that's happening in that night, and everyone's got an emergency Jess finds the ring. Now, let's take that one for the top. In what world? Like, there's just so many things you have to suspend here of, like, why would he just be carrying an engagement ring in his jacket pocket 
around all day, strewing about the about the bed, and he's gonna propose on the evening before her best friend's wedding. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not like the most aware person, but I know you don't like get engaged at somebody else's wedding. That's a pretty like basic rule. This isn't at the wedding, but this is like an obvious no-no. She should be, they should be like fight, you know, like basically like putting their body in front of this. Uh, luckily that th- it wasn't the case, but it was pretty, you know, clear to them or they were pretty certain that, uh, that's what, that what was happening. So, uh, and I don't blame them. Like why else would there be a ring box? No, like, for sure. So for sure. Yeah, of course. But... There was a ring in the, in the, in the, I mean, it's just so insane. The idea that he would propose to her, I think is nuts though. Yeah. I, and I'm. I get why for the show they couldn't have just contemplate this because, like, I think just as appropriate reaction would be, like, he can't propose to me during your wedding. <laughs> like, right. that would actually be, like, forget if I want to get proposed to. If totally. I want to have a reason to push it off, it's you can't propose to me at my best friend's wedding. No. You idiot. Um, yeah, not a great move. Um, meanwhile, Nick and Schmidt... Uh, are looking for this flash drive. This very forced. Like, he lays down. is like, oh, my flash drive that's around my neck with my vows that took me nine months to write. This, I think, is the weakest part of the episode. Yeah, I me. agree. It doesn't even pay off, really. Yeah. Like, again, I think it's all just Nick rising to the occasion, but we've seen enough really good friend moments. I don't need to be convinced that Nick is a great friend and can kind of be, like, the level-headed help guy when he needs to be. Yeah, I like the Nick here, but but uh, it, this is also like the flash drive being missing or broken is a very uh, not of this time problem. Right, right. Uh, when I saw something funny, I was in the train station, Penn, Penn Station, with my mother uh, this week, and I walked by the Krispy Kreme. And I said, "You know, Akiva proposed to his wife here." Mm-hmm. <laughs> she goes, "What do you think she said?" It's I don't think it's guessable, but it's pretty funny. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what did the, did the woman like, say? No, no. She said like, well, I said his wife. I spoiled the story. I didn't say mm-hmm. he proposed to a woman here. Okay, but he got a big. Um, re- he got a Matumbo <laughs> rejection. <laughs> this was Keith had the worst day of his life here. Um, no. Uh, she said like Krispy Kreme or this Krispy Kreme. Good question. I don't know Which if it was I that was one. An I'd have, you would have you would have had to take a picture. I would know from like the layout, but I, I don't know if it's still there because there was like two. I think. Was it not a stand? Was it a walk-in or a stand? Uh, it it wasn't it's, it wasn't a walk-in by it, not a full stand, but you couldn't. I don't think you could sit anywhere. Okay, so the the one now is a corner. It's a corner. It like wraps around. You can't walk. It's a counter, but it has two glass could like buttressed at the corners the yeah it's probably like, that one it's probably i one. i'm pretty sure it's the one that's been there for eons but mm-hmm. it's on the seventh avenue side as you walk towards the eighth avenue side it's anyway jersey, jersey transit which there yes. was really no reason for us to be there because like a long island railroad person never really goes up there yeah well so actually, i don't even know how i tricked mary into going there that was the biggest case against it being the same one because you would have no reason to go. But, but I think there, you tricked no, her because you guys would get there. donuts. Isn't ah, that you're right. Like, Let's yes, go yes, get yes, donuts. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think it was that's donuts. the whole reason you're prob- <laughs> What was great about my mom's But it was reaction. a fast day, so I don't understand what <laughs> – it, like, it, it fa- I mean, I guess the fast day was ending. 
But I'd have to ask Mara, like, what what my will we bring them home? Because I ask Mara what your rationale for your no, no. I'm just thinking what what I even told her because probably by the time (laughs) we got home, it was at night. So the fast ends at night. So I don't. It might not have been over when we finished when she finished class uh, and ran to the train. And I had to like sort of convince her to miss that train and get on the next train, which was tricky. Um. I just loved my mom's response because one, it's a great question. It implies like. Like mm-hmm. in the train station, like right. this, curb, or in Krispy yeah. Kreme in general, which she also wasn't too, you know, thrilled with. And then she didn't ask. I was like, this one. She goes, okay. Like she didn't ask. Oh, what happened? Like, what was it in the donut? Like, just didn't just blew right past. Yeah, me. she didn't probably care. like, oh, that's sad. But the- <laughs> no, she was like, okay. Like, I know. Why are you telling me? Like. <laughs> yeah, I think the real catch wasn't the Krispy Kreme. It was that we went like there was a limo outside, and we went straight to my parents house and had like all of our friends like a massive well i would have been happy to tell her the rest of the story but she had she no didn't interest, seem interest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, you know if you want to have my back that's the story is like the, the key there was like going to a party with like a lot of you know everyone we knew basically akiva i i was trying i know also, i know i'm I just like if you ever tell the like story <laughs> again if you're randomly in the long island railroad with like a family member or whatever and you like tell the story like and they seem like a little disappointed in me that I just asked there. Uh, I mean, my wife loves Krispy Kreme. Like when we go to Florida, we stop I'm at Krispy Kreme. We stop at Krispy Kreme before we get back to her house, even though Does it's been. Does she feel a- that Krispy Kreme has gone downhill? I'd have to ask her. Uh, I will ask her, and and I'll I'll get back to you. I I, I can't imagine she'd say that. So I think the glazed, like the original glazed, is is what it is. Is that what you guys get? That's what I get. She would. She does not get. She, that's not. That's not her thing. But I, I, that's what I get. Well, what does she get? Uh, Why don't you just tell me what donut she gets? I don't know. It's oh, like you don't know. Oh, you don't know. I didn't. Know. I didn't mean to set you up. No. I didn't mean to set you up. <laughs> um, if you gave me choices, I'd tell you. But I, I don't just. Okay, let's start with this. Is she yeast a yeast donut person? Like the glazed donut is a yeast donut. Oh, I'm explaining. I, I'm right into the explanation. Versus a cake donut, like a chocolate not chocolate frosted but you know like a a chocolate donut that's like chocolate all the way through yeah or a blue blue, my to not to bury the lead my favorite Krispy Kreme donut is a blueberry cake donut because I like a cake donut versus the glaze which is like that fluffy more like yeasty texture do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, but like a souffle is a is a yeast donut it's got that white it's been fried and like puffs up Mm-hmm. And has like a lot of holes versus like a dense like cake that's just in a circle and fried. I should like a bunch of them, but I, I'm the glazed one. And I and you I have no idea. You have no idea what she likes. She likes a bunch of them. That's like what was your, what 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 interests you about this job? Just everything, just the whole thing. Maybe like chocolate. I don't I don't know because I don't eat. I don't, we don't eat the same things. She and I never she like get it for her. So what did you get in the engagement? Just a dozen plain glaze? It's about you? No. I th- I mean, were there any donuts? Like, there was just a box with the ring. Yeah. <laughs> wait, a, I, I think I, I got it sorted. it was an empty box. No, no, it wasn't. I don't think it was empty. No, wait. I think you have said that it was just the box. I don't know. We'll have to ask Mary all of this. Hold on. Let me see. I'm looking at all the... <laughs> what are you looking at? I like the lemon filled also. Oh, you're on the menu? I'm on the menu. It, you know, it's funny. I couldn't get in. Um, I couldn't get in. Uh, like, I'm geo-blocked. Like, they don't want people. I guess they're afraid to get hacked <laughs> from people outside the United States. Oh, oh that's interesting. 
chocolate filled probably chocolate sprinkles it's more my kids i don't know chocolate ice glaze maybe i really so don't i've know. always been a blueberry donut crispy 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 cream if i'm at crispy cream or like my dad used to yeah. once in a while on a friday night my dad would come home late from work and bring a dozen donuts for the morning for breakfast and that was best day of the year nice. almost never happened but so that's how I got into blueberry donuts. Not that I'm into them, but if I have to have them. Anyway, my whole point is that, oh, you could see, do you see the description, by the way? Glazed ice filled cake. You can see what I was yeah. describing perfectly. Yes. Dr. Amanda will have already texted me saying, great description. Uh, and then she'll hear this, me saying, me calling my shot. Anyway, um, I think they, they're skimping. Oh, blueberry is the only cake donut they offer now. Anyway, they're skimping on it, it's shrunk. And I know it's probably probably because I've grown up, so the donut feels smaller. But I think they're skimping. Price is going up. Donut size going down. Wow. I, I will say um, I think Dunkin' wow. Donuts is better than Krispy Kreme. The blueberry glazed donut is a top-tier chain donut. I can't speak to – I don't eat yeast donuts, so I can't really speak to the full scope. What, what, what's your order at uh, Dunkin'? Um, oh, glaze. I'm, I, I, I love, I You're just like the glaze better. Do you like the side because it's bigger? Is that why you like it? I think it's softer. I like the, I don't know, I don't love the glaze on the, um, on the Krispy Kreme. All right, so you hate Krispy Kreme. You're at Krispy Kreme because Mara likes it, but you don't know. Yeah, no, I don't love, I mean, I, I'll eat it, but I don't love Krispy Kreme. All right. Well, I think we've had a conversation like this before. This feels very familiar. Anyway, um, Winston and Allie. So Winston has just made a beautiful speech at the rehearsal dinner. He's feeling the vibes and the energy of the wedding and the romance in the air. And he just says, you are going to make a beautiful bride someday, which causes her to flee. I think it's fair. I think a lot of women flee if a month into a relationship somebody says this now. It's so hard because a month is not a month is not a month. Like, they've been friends, partners, spending every day together for a long time. Mm -hmm. Then they've gotten into a relationship and, like, now it's serious. Maybe because Allie is, like, a little bit, like, I wanted to take this slow. But right away I was just sort of like, this wasn't a serious enough comment for him to make to really elicit, like, I'm going to run away response. He just said you'd make a beautiful bride. Like, he wasn't like, I can't wait till this is us, till this is our time. Like, that would be worse. But I don't think he could recover from that. So they had to kind of go soft. Yeah. And and, and I don't love the payoff of the, like, it's such a weird, like, non-sitcom-y thing. Like, oh, I had my tummy hurt, basically. I had to go home. So all I can say is I under. <laughs> I've been in a position where somebody flees in this situation without further explanation. Like a child. But yeah, I mean, we could just wrap up the Allie and Winston part all at once. It's a little chaotic to podcast about, but mm -hmm. um, through the, I, I did love Sam here when he sees Winston, uh, Allie walk out and he goes, I'm here. I heard it. Let's acknowledge that. You know where to find me. <laughs> like, I just, I like that part. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't mind like the ultimate where it's going, but uh, yeah, I thought this was the weakest part of a strong episode. Interesting. I, I have this slightly above the uh, the vows issue, but yeah, it wraps up with Coach, who's back giving a pep talk to 
Winston, just like be mature, go ask her why she left, which is great advice, well timed advice. And I also had to shout out the line. I don't yell in New York because everyone yells and it's less meaningful, that's but nice, I will hear. Yeah, that's a nice line. I, I haven't found that strength. Um, but Winston rolls up on a very sick alley and says something worse. Like, he's like, you're beautiful, you're brilliant, and your skin bag isn't bad either or something like that. Um, but finds out he she has food poisoning and they love each other and just a very sweet moment for them. Mm-hmm. It was nice. All right, let's get back to the chaos. Um, so, uh, I almost said David Walton. Sam says to Jess that he has something very serious to tell her, talk to her about, and Jess tells Cece, you know what? I'm just saying yes. I don't know how you know when somebody, when you want to spend the rest of your life with someone, but I'm just going to say yes. He's the most marriable guy. I Speaking from a single person's perspective, I do... I do think that's a legitimate anxiety that I have that like other unmarried people might have of like, well, how do you know? Not in the way that I'd ever ask anyone because you just kind of assume, mm-hmm. well, all these other people do it. But like, I think this is kind of a real moment masked in this like jokey chaos. Yeah, I think that's fair to say. And. CC gives an answer much like I imagine you would, which is just like, I just knew. It's like, I don't know what Jess is searching for here. You kind of can't describe. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it like? There's some expression that I'm unable to get. Anyway, ignore can't this. Describe. I'm like, it's late, yeah. I'm tired. And mm-hmm. you're like, it's the middle of the next morning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't love Jess's approach to just say yes, even though I'm not sure. But what I did find very interesting here is, like, Cece's hesitation. Like, that Cece is like, if you want to marry Sam, then I want you to. That is not what a friend would say who is, like, super excited for you to get married. Right, but I think she's mad about the engagement probably, right? So, I don't think that's how it's played. I almost feel like after we see the the Nick reveal where David Walton says in the elevator brilliantly, like, why do I keep saying that? Is that even his name? why Sam keeps sa- says, like, you couldn't marry me because of Nick. Like, maybe that's in the background for Cece, or Cece, just as Jess's friend, feels like she's not Gaga, like, she doesn't really want to do this. Her uncertainty is, like, that's not how it should feel. I know how it should feel. I don't want to tell her that, but that's not how it should feel. I just feel like that's kind of more of the lingering hesitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of, like, not addressed in a weird way. Yeah. Um, so I like the diversion. Jess calls a game of true American. And we get the uh, women's edition, the first ladies edition. I have a question about true American. Please. Uh, do people play this game? Like, uh, have people sort of tried to figure out the rules or no? Yeah. So I think we've discussed this when we've seen true American before. But, yeah, there's like online versions of people like writing out rules. People have made playable versions. I have not looked into them, but people have played. Is that the next 32 fans bracket tournament? Is just it'll be we'll end uh, NGOG with a big game of True American. <laughs> um, where did they get a civics textbook? I loved that touch that they like keep that as a prop for True American. Yeah. Like who would have that? I mean, Cece ha- before she dropped out of school. Like you got to have the props for True American. Where do f- Five childless adults 
get a college or high school textbook and just have that on hand. Um, anyway. I like the bit, though. One thing that was powerful for me is, like, Sam and Jess have to go behind the Iron Curtain so she's no longer able to avoid him, which is the last time we saw True American, I'm just assuming, but one of the last times we saw Nick, uh, True American, where Nick delivers, I think, one of the best lines of New Girl, where they have to kiss, and Sam's out there drunk, screaming, kiss, 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 and just, like, just kiss me already, and Nick says, like, no, not like this. And this is before he then kisses her in the hallway, which then causes Sam to punch him in the throat, which causes their breakup. So now Sam and Jess are behind the Iron Curtain when mm-hmm. he ultimately tells her that he wants to break up. Yeah. Tough timing. I mean, he really is like, why? In high, like, we thought he was in a rush to propose, which I did think he was going to propose, but like. Oh, you did buy that. Well, at the beginning. Not buy it, but no, you, yeah. yeah. I, the, by, by the time he's like, and then I thought it would be like a swerve, but I didn't realize he was breaking up with her. But why is he in such a rush? Like that second, I guess. I guess he explains it, which is he doesn't want to be in the pictures. Yeah. So what is the, the correct? That's what's okay. If you are going to a wedding with somebody, their best friend's wedding, mm-hmm. the next day, and you decide, fair enough. Like you find out that day, he says, like I was driving Diane to the airport, which I'm like, this girl's still in town, but he dropped her off and realized he wanted to be with her forever. So I'm not faulting Sam for the realization, but like if you're in that position, how, what do you do? Do you go to the wedding? Do you try to be, dodge the pictures? Do you call in sick or do you break up before the wedding? <sighs> it's a good question. I think you're making it most about yourself if you break up. Um, I think you go to the wedding, but you're like aloof. Like you're missing or you say you're not feeling well. Um, I mean, how many pictures is the boyfriend of the of you know let's say the maid of honor gonna be in if he's if he's not in the wedding party so very few probably right as somebody who took a former boyfriend to my best friend's wedding and we sat at her table Mm -hmm. uh and we broke up a month later how many pictures did he ruin uh, it's not that and i don't regret that he came or feel like he shouldn't have come if he wasn't all it like absolutely not however if you know you don't want to be with that person, I think, like, footsie, like going around the wedding, being aloof, and, like, kind of ruining the wedding of, like, why is Sam being so weird and distant? Like, is something wrong? And now you're, like, you know, assuming she notices or cares, you've, like, kind of ruined the wedding. I, I think, and maybe this is bad, I would, oops, I'm not feeling well. Oops, I have a fever. I'm vomiting. I got what Allie has. Uh... I cannot make it. I'm so sorry. I will provide a very generous gift to cover the cost of my seat at the at the free Gavin-provided wedding, if that should happen, or wherever the wedding occurs. But I cannot make it. But I think breaking up with her is kind of very mean. It's probably not the right time. It's She's, you know, essentially like the wedding planner for her best friend's wedding. And going puts you in a weird position, too, because, like, people do get in that romantic mood at weddings like Winston. Like, if you go and she's, like, so happy you're there and she's now you're meeting your girlfriend's best friend's family. Like, again, as somebody who took a boyfriend all around a wedding, like, would I, in retrospect, wish he wasn't there? Yeah, like, because he was, like, a big part of an important day in my friend's life. Mm Mm-hmm. Not in a way that I'm mad at him for, just in general. So, like, I think the ideal is he doesn't come and you don't break up with her. 
Yeah, it's tricky. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I don't know how he doesn't come but doesn't break up. You're sick, and then you break up the next day. She'll I would be actually mad. then you'll ruin that. the wedding. No, no, like, I would appreciate it. Really? Well, no, because the wedding already happens, and it happens with the energy it happened in, which is like my boyfriend's homesick. I think but it's I a can weird move. I'll say this. Jess's response to this information is wild. Now, maybe we're supposed to believe she's not upset about this and taking it extremely well because she's had some realization in the last 10 seconds that she doesn't actually want to marry him. I think that's extremely overly generous. Like, I don't care if she wanted to marry him or not. The fact that she has no reaction to this would never happen unless she already really wanted to break up with him for, like, right. six months. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just don't understand. So what we end up seeing, I think, cushions the blow of the breakup of, like, yeah. okay, well, like, now they broke up, he did the right thing, and she wasn't that mad. Any other situation, this would be a criminal offense to absolutely ruin the wedding. Now, she's got to go to her best friend and her other very good friend's wedding, serve as a maid of honor with her ex-boyfriend there who invited Reagan, even though she couldn't come. Like, they don't have, like, any energy. And she's going to have to, what, like, sit there mourning her boyfriend who was supposed to be there with an empty seat next to her? Like, no. Why does Reagan show up for – Reagan's just in the one scene in her towel, right? I love that. I was like, did they like backshoot like yeah. footage to like use randomly if they wanted? Very strange. What? Sorry. I said, it, like, uh, did they pay Megan Fox's like somewhat large fee for her to be, you know? And also, like, uh, all right, I'm in. I'm in one scene for five seconds. They have me naked. <laughs> I don't know. Part of me was like, logistically, maybe they filmed some. B-roll, for lack of a better term, or some, yeah. like, outtake scenes it's when she possible. was on set. And then they can kind of use... Because that scene could have been... It didn't even need to be there. He was like, oh, you could barely talk to Reagan. And then he right. says something weird. Are you happy you said that? I like that. Um, What did you think of that elevator scene as the door closed? And she's like, I genuinely don't know, like... He says, out of curiosity. She really doesn't know he's talking about Nick. Like, are you really playing dumb, Jess? I don't know. I just don't see any sadness in Nick that Sam and Jess are getting close. I don't see any hesitation about Nick. Nick doesn't even come up in this conversation with Jess, with Mm -hmm. Cece. Like, maybe there's something latent that sam's picking up on of like look at how good of a team they are look at them working together on this and like having such a good fun doing cutesy nicknames with the walkie talkie but i don't think they've done anything outside the bounds that anyone would do with a normal platonic friend i don't you don't think prior to i mean the present day not prior right I, she has to know that she's in love with Nick. So you think she's in love with Nick? I've always, I, I mean, have I not been on that, uh, you know, train since day one? Well, are you a person who has to, for it to, if they were to end up together, like, this is an issue I have in general. Like, mm-hmm. people get married and then they want to put a story or they find each other and they want to, I think I've talked about this recently, they want to put a story like, oh, you know, the invisible thread. We we met actually in preschool. We had the same teacher, and mm-hmm. I remember having a crush on him, and then we didn't talk again until we were 35, and we met on an app, but I knew it was the boy from pre- Like, whatever. Or like, yeah. I, um, 
I, I don't know. I'm like, whatever. We have a mutual friend who never introduced us, but like we always, that was our favorite friend. So mm-hmm. we were always meant to be. So I think two people like a Nick and Jess could end up together. They could be together, not be together for a long time and end up together. And it doesn't have yeah, to look be Look at true. Sam and Diane. And it doesn't have to be true that she was actually in love with Nick the whole time. Like, right. Do you think that Sam was secretly in love with Diane the entire last 10 years? No, I don't think he was thinking about it. I think once he got made to think about it, he became, he realized he was in love. Right. So I, that's what I'm saying. That's a perfect example. It's like, I don't think Nick, that Jess has to secretly be in love with Nick right now if they're going to end up together. So does she not know? Like, I I kind of can understand this, like, no, I was, like, very genuinely with you. I really love you. I am – I'm pausing on the idea of marriage, but – with you. (laughs) But it's not because of – I really am actively in love with my roommate. Or it doesn't have to be that. By the way, I thought of something. Sam's like, no one would not not want to marry me unless they were already in love with somebody else. I'm too hot. Sorry, go ahead. I thought of something. Please. Is, like, what's going to happen? And it's weird it hasn't even been addressed. When Schmidt marries Cece ostensibly in the next episode, where are they going to live? Is the loft over? Like, this is so weird. They haven't even discussed, like, first of all, listen, I'm, you know, I'm a mo. You know this. Unfortunately, Mo- no, no, I'm just kidding. Unfortunately, do you do an anti-Semitism? No, I didn't mean it like that. I've now, Moo has now transcended religion, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Sorry. Do you, <laughs> they don't live together before they're married, which is unusual in today's, Well, they know. do. They live in, Cece moved into the loft. That's that was true. the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. She's but they don't like, do they live in the same room? Yes. Oh, yeah, they do live in the same room. Are so they staying there? What do you mean? Well, I don't know. Do you think they're staying there? Why would they move out because they're married, but not went before they're married? Well, it's weird to live with a married couple. It's kind of like freak behavior. Uh, people do that all the time, like for financial reasons and whatnot. I guess, but like they don't need to. Like Schmidt. Oh, I guess he lo- did just. Lose well, they're suffering. It is hard because I think Schmidt presents rich, and he's the most economically stable financially stable of the loft mm-hmm. but we can never get a good read on his f- financial situation like because cc's mom wouldn't pay for the wedding they had right. to get married in a warehouse like he's not like rich i heard a term yesterday on tiktok before i deleted it called henry and it's like high earner not yet rich maybe that's schmidt before oh, i like it job. i like that yeah, well, I think it's necessary because it has to capture sort of like millennial you hear people on on some other podcast on TikTok. Oh, I thought somebody was saying it to you. No, but it is like people who make what most of the world would consider to be a lot of money who can't afford anything because of the cost of living. Right. Or like they're they're just. Like, Schmidt also might be a bad spender. Like, he has very fancy... Oh, not Schmidt. I mean, I don't know that Schmidt... I don't know anything about Schmidt's earnings. But I'm just Mm -hmm. saying, in general, I think that is a millennial phenomenon. Is like, you can't afford a house. You can't afford an apartment. Mm -hmm. You can't pay off your loans. But you make what should be enough for a family to live on. Yeah. I like it. I don't like it. (laughs) It's a very depressing concept. I like the term. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's not a good concept, but... 
it's, a, it's yeah. a, I'm, I'm surprised I've never heard it before. Um, they were riffing off of there's one phrase for like double income, no kids. Dink. Dink. Yeah, yeah, that's Dink. Famous. Yeah, Dink. So Dink yeah. is famous, Henry. I've never heard of. So they were ri- they were like, you know, Dink. Well, meet Henry. Interesting. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, we get a little moment. I-, I liked how this was woven in that. Uh, Susan and Louise are actually engaged. They didn't have the the ring got lost while they were messing around. And Schmidt finally accepts Susan, kind of explains a little bit of the background of why he's been hostile to her. I don't know that it excuses it, but whatever. And they have a nice moment for the little ragu and the big ragu. <laughs> that killed me. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> I would like to be the little ragu and you the big ragu. I'm not going to be a little ragu, so that's fine. But you're you're becoming the little ragu. I was the little ragu. I'm, I'm getting this to be more of a bigger ragu again. Who knows? Oh, all right. Well, we don't have to check in on that. We're not your, the police. Um, Imagine if but the they police celebrate. was like, wait, are you getting <laughs> fat? <laughs> Come with me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a Jewish woman. I can imagine. I can imagine that with the, the energy of my grandmother and my mother. Like, mm-hmm. just put them in a little, with a little hat and a badge <laughs> and we'd have it. Um, but... It, it bleeds perfectly into Cece being upset that her mom isn't coming to the wedding. Like, that would spur her being upset. Yeah. Now, that was what I was desperately trying to, you to guess last week that you could not put your finger on. I'm like, who would be traveling? Who is controversial? In fairness, it's been six years since we discussed the last time we saw Cece's mom. Yeah, it has been a long time. Any predictions on that? We do see... Oh, oh I said I don't uh, care about music, but I did notice the use of uh, Changes by Langhorn Slim, and I thought okay. it was an excellent song to transition from the door closing on Sam to seeing Jess kind of sit in that and then Schmidt, like, pack a bag and leave. Yeah, it was a good that. song. And I also, like, where's Schmidt going? He's going to, like... I mean, does Cece's mom live in India? Uh, I believe so, because that was the whole, like... So I don't know where he's going to, like, get her, but it seems like he's going to work on getting her to come to the wedding. Even though it is the day before, so I don't know how realistic that is. I just love the lyric that hits, like, of Jess. It's like, things could be stranger, but I don't know how. It's like, that was, like, I think a perfect energy of, like, a mic drop of, like, things aren't the weirdest, but they're pretty weird. Um, And now everything's going to change. Well... Schmidt's got to get married tomorrow, and I believe it's a long trip to India, so I don't know what his plan is. Right. I don't know, but I'm, I'm uh, interested to find out. Yeah. So we will be back next week to discuss that. Do you wish we had a two-part? Are you happy with the one? No, I'm happy we did this. Uh, I had to avoid some of like the reviews and stuff uh, because a lot because they aired it on one night. But I'm happy we do looking it. looking at the reviews? No. I, I, yeah, I read Entertainment Weekly usually, the, like the, oh. the episode review. Not usually. Cool. Spo- there's no spoils in there because it was written live. Yeah, no, that's fine. All right, Anything I gotta go. I do no work Cry. for this podcast. <laughs> Come on. My head hurts from uh, an off-air emotional breakdown. So uh, it was on air. It was just cut from air. Well, they don't need to know about that. I guess it's revealed when you're like, um, "Oh, have we begun the podcast?" <laughs> it's like. Yeah, minute 48, I said that. 
but I still yeah, think yeah. Forty we cut, is when I introduced. I the still podcast. think we should cut the first five minutes of what we did drop. But what, what why we were talking about football? Nah. All right, that's it, Keeve. Uh, we don't have any awards for many listeners, but do you uh-oh. want to give who won the episode? <laughs> that was a great uh oh. Does that mean they're done with us? Like, why aren't they giving out awards? Look, I think we've already proven that we'll be here, listeners or not. We'd no, I'm not saying we're going to quit this show. <laughs> no, I know. I've always I mean, thought, we like, don't if... know when. What are the odds that we would record? When did I drop this? Monday or last week? Like, it's unprecedented that we would have. They two have little in a faith. Row. I will say, like, I've they always, should have little faith. I, I I've always thought with Renap, like, if if like the mailbag was ever empty, I would end the show that week. You know what I mean? Like, if there was not one question or or like not enough. What questions. about good questions? Because I think you could have ended a little. <laughs> just kidding. No, I mean, but here I wouldn't like that. I don't have the same standards. Like even if I di- even if like you showed me a stat that said two people are listening, I'd still continue the show. Why was catching Kelsey a video podcast? You put the women on the screen. Uh yeah, Rob. Rob was putting the the women because it's hard to know who's who, but also because I think Kelsey is a um. Uh, it's a hot topic, so I think Rob was just trying to hit hit it on YouTube, you know? I'll test that. I will test the SEO because I'm watching New Heights on YouTube, and I've watched some RGP stuff on YouTube. So if they're not serving that up to me, mm-hmm. it's broken. It's the internet's broken. broken. Okay. Hopefully the internet isn't broken. Okay. I am testing this live. I'm turning on my television. I will mute the sound as to not mess with the incredible audio quality standard we have built in this fine podcast community. I am shuffling over to the YouTube app. I'm opening YouTube. I'm skipping the survey. (laughs) I am closing out of the video of the Sim streamer I was watching previously, I guess, when I went to sleep last night. Okay, let's go home and see. Okay, I am not being, let's go to new to me. Trixie Mattel's Sim Drag Race All-Star raises $15,000 three years ago. That would be new to me, apparently. That's the number one video I need to watch. Jason Kelsey mic'd up two years ago. I'm not seeing. Let me go down. RuPaul's Drag Race. Good Mythical Morning. Sibling Rivalry. Okay, the first Rob is a podcast uh, video I am being recommended is a preseason interview four hours ago traders recap the internet's broken i'm sorry to report where where's the great maggie morgan and and the less great akiva and rob uh i didn't mean that you know what i'm saying um all right a few more minutes to check i have 33 seconds remaining on this wedge from cast not here the internet is broken all right kiwi who won here Hard to say Jess did, even though she was fine with it. Uh, Winston loses Allie, sort of, and and gets her back. Schmidt loses the hard drive. He, I mean, it's... Uh, here, okay, I'm going to name a winner. I think this is an easy winner. Schmidt's mom is the winner of the episode. Because <laughs> finally, Schmidt is accepted like realize like a she's getting engaged or she got engaged i don't know like i don't know when that ring is from it's not clear to me if this is an already asked question or whatever but i, so I think schmidt's mom is a good winner in, in a week where it, it's tough to name a winner 
Yeah, my sense was, and I agree it was unclear, was that they were already engaged, but they weren't wearing it because it was like attention. Like, you know, Schmidt feels the type of way and it's their wedding. So I think it was, they weren't like, there wasn't like, oh, I was going to propose. And then she says, yes, it seems like they're both aware of the ring. Right. Um, Yeah, I was thinking about Schmidt's mom, but I am going to give it to Winston because I actually laughed a lot in this episode, like chuckled to myself out loud. Mm -hmm. And although I think Curb does prime me to laugh out loud alone in my apartment. So I think I'm going to be laughing more probably when I watch television in general. But um, I was laughing a lot at this episode. I think Winston had a lot of good bits. I think he had a lot of good lines that, you know, even the stuff with like Schmidt being frustrated it was a little bit of a hokey joke but like the vows for the wedding or like the thumb drive with your vows on it no th- another thumb drive oh it's fine then once it comes in it's like oh your vows for the wedding no some other vows oh okay then why are you upset like it, there were chuckles there were laughs mm-hmm. and winston gets the i love you he gets the ultimate security he ally matches his energy they're on the same page i think for both performance in the episode and outcome i have to give it to winston all right, fair and enough. And I would guess Kelly and, and Matt Stewart would, would be okay with that. They're Winston heads. They are Winston heads, but I think my choice is the better choice. So It's a good choice. It's okay. Um, all right, that's it. I know we said we're going to do more Garner minutes, but I've got to go do an alley minute. And um, anything else, Kiwi? Check out Ke- – we did a, we did a episode-long promo for Renap. Uh, so okay. check that out with the great Maggie Morgan. Three two uh, F A N A S. That that's uh, that's canceled. Super Bowl prediction. I heard that's canceled. Oh, did you? You're canceled. You're canceled. Oh, you want to know something funny? Brandon Donlan uh, has never watched Titanic, and sent me the funniest voice note of all time. Now I wasn't given approval to air it on the podcast. I won't. Wait, can it's, we? It's not bad. Can me, you, and Brandon Donlan? Yes, watch that's Titanic? the end result. The end okay. result is uh, we have a spike cast. Where we are we uh, dropping it on thirty-two fans though? No. Well, uh, can I tell you why that's hard for me? We now after the Super Bowl, I need to think of content twice a week for five months. Yeah, no, I'm not participating. Well, we'll talk about it. But what was funny is I said to Brandon, "Is like I want to have a spike cast now," which was not his intention. That has to be the jar, then I think. It was not his intention of messaging me. But I was like, well, now I won't rest. And he was like, my girlfriend has been trying to get me to watch it, and I won't, so this might cause a problem. I was like, she's got to be on, too. It's going to be the four of us talking Titanic. Do we know his girlfriend? Cast. Yeah, she's great. They're a great couple. Her. You'll like her. Well, okay. you're not in New York. Anyway. I'm definitely not in New York. <laughs> um, so... But I was like, Brandon, is, it's, he's so nice and nice to everyone and friendly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think a spike cast is more my brand than his. Yeah. But he seems willing. So we'll see where that goes. Um, but that's on the docket, maybe. It's potential. Potential. I'm into it. All right. Uh, check out the challenge. It's finally getting good. That'll be out. Episode 42 of the season. Episode 17 of the season, it finally got good in episode 16. Can you believe Are you serious? That? that is crazy. Yes, I'm not kidding. Uh, you know, it's a Jay from Survivor. You were still watching Survivor when Jay was on, right? Adam Klein season? Yes. 
he is like completely imploded in the fandom. <laughs> like it's crazy. He was like a golden boy on Survivor, had a good season, but you know, a couple hiccups on the challenge and now had like the worst season of his life in terms of likability. So God bless. Um, but the season has just picked up right in time for the finale. Check that out with uh, me and Brian Cohen. Robbo's website.com slash challenge feed. And then I was on Talking Traders with uh, Scally and Malagori over at the Free Agents podcast. That was a lot of fun. I was really arrogant. And that's, I mean, I think I, I play that on TV, but I was not mincing words. I was like, this is what everyone should have done, and this is optimal strategy. Boy, this is your good. You're like, this is your thing. You're a mafia person. This is your well, game. For the avoidance of doubt, he means I play mafia. I'm not a mafia person. <laughs> Back to the show. So I would take you. I, I've never watched the traders. Um, I'm sure it's wonderful, but uh, that's your that's your bag. So you should be arrogant. I challenged myself. I was like, you know what? Show up here and just be cocky. Just do it. See how mm -hmm. you feel. See how it feels. Obviously, I had tremendous social anxiety. Anyway. Um, all right, Keeve, let's give you a second bite of the apple on the guest here for episode 22. Okay. Season five. We will mm -hmm. finally finish the season. My only hesitation of splitting it up with Kelly was I just got to get out of this season. And it's been a great season, but we have to just – we have to move forward. We have to move on. But We're like in college, and it's like, aren't you a sixth-year <laughs> senior? Yeah. Got to move yeah. to the next season. So next week we're going to graduate – uh, with uh, Chiefs Super Bowl win. Who do you think's winning the Super Bowl? I think the Chiefs. All right. Landing gear, Keeve. What's landing gear going to be about? Uh, I guess Cece's mom is coming, but there's an issue with the plane, and maybe they have to wait for her. I don't know. All right. Are we getting a wedding? Are we getting a wedding to finish out season five? Yes. They will be married by the end of the episode. All right, Keeve. What a journey we've had. Yeah, it's been quite an adventure, but, uh, you know, pl plenty of time to go. We still have a full season and then that half season. I just meant today, but yes, also oh. that. Uh, <laughs> our lives. <laughs> well, okay, before I start singing vitamin C, uh, talk to you next week. As we go on. My bite and my dog, my bite and my